the goal of an integrative approach to medicine is to bring the person into wellness and not just manage their sickness. Welcome to Take the Upgrade Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Carrie. And we are sisters passionate about helping others rise to the next level. We are the co-founders and owners of The Natural Shift, and we created this podcast with you in mind. Each week, we will share simple tips that are easy to implement or an inspiring interview, all with the same intention, to raise the collective and to help you step into your best life. We are so excited to have you join us. Get ready to create real progress and lasting change. So let's get started. Hey guys, welcome into the podcast. It's Carrie here. I'm excited for you guys to listen in on a call my sister and I recently did on the future of healthcare. We discussed everything from integrative healthcare and what that really truly means and why there needs to be a change in our current healthcare model and really what we can do within our own home and in taking care of our own self better to really start this movement that we desperately need. So I'm excited for you guys to listen in. We're so excited to have you guys join us to talk about something that is really kind of on our hearts, something that we are passionate about and something that I hope that you guys will be excited about and really want to get behind because this is really all about kind of um, our future and where everything is going, right? So I want to tell you a little bit about myself first, because I know that there are some people on the call that maybe don't know me um, and don't know anything about my background. So my name is Julie. I am a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of twins. I am a diamond leader within doTERRA, and I'm also a nurse practitioner. Um, I've been a nurse practitioner for about 17 years. I work in a cardiology practice, and I also teach at Emory University in Atlanta. But about probably five and a half to six years ago, I really started adopting more of a holistic-based lifestyle. Uh, Before that, you know, yes, nutrition and exercise, those things were important to me, kind of the things that we all already know uh, are important. But about five and a half years ago is when I really started to bring other tools in, like essential oils and supplements, self-care, which we'll talk a little bit about um, a little bit later. But that is where it really all started for me. Uh, And that's where it really has to start for everyone. It has to start with you. And then what I saw is then it was extended to my family and then to my friends, and then to my patients and the community. And that's where the movement really begins, is when we start to model you know, this approach for other people, right? Um, so this, this kind of really excited me when I started seeing that and people were interested in learning more about wellness and how they could heal their bodies naturally, which is really the way God intended it. So I started seeing kind of these results on myself and on my family, and then I really felt like I had not only an opportunity, but an obligation to educate other people. And so that's kind of where the education for me really started. That's what really uh, kind of has driven me and made me excited about this whole wellness movement that we're going to talk more about. 
So that's where I am today, along with many others. Um, we're leading a wellness movement to bring this message and to let other people know that, um, you know, there are other options than just your traditional uh, healthcare, um, but also not to just like my immediate circle, but beyond that. And that's really where it starts is with you. And then it's just kind of a ripple effect. So tonight I want to really just invite you to learn more about this movement and how you can become a part of it, which we'll also discuss. So I want to talk about um, integrative medicine. That's what, that's kind of where uh, the healthcare of the future is going. So integrative medicine combines both conventional or traditional or Western medicine, all that kind of means the same thing, with complementary and alternative therapies. So integrative medicine really treats the entire person as a whole and not just the disease. This is so important, right? We're often putting band-aids on problems and we're not getting at the root cause of disease or the issue that's going on. So this is where I think integrative medicine is the per perfect marriage between traditional and holistic medicine. That's really what integrative medicine is. So I want to just kind of give you an example. Let's say you came in to see a practitioner who uh, took an integrative approach to medicine. Let's say you had a headache. Then instead of just saying, oh, okay, well, you have a headache, you have chronic headaches, here's a prescription for that. It's going to help treat the pain. Okay, good, you're good, then we're done, right? That's kind of the traditional approach. But integrative medicine says, okay, so you have a headache, you have maybe chronic headaches. Why do you have those? Let's get at the underlying root cause and let's heal that problem, which will then fix everything, really, right? We're not putting a Band-Aid on anything. We're actually getting down to the root cause of what is going on. And then not only that, we are offering, integrative medicine offers solutions, like essential oils is just one, um, one area uh, or one um, type of uh, approach that could be used in integrative medicine. I'll talk about a few more in just a minute, but that's just kind of one example of how we can support the body to help it heal itself and get at the root cause um, of what's going on. I think that Carrie and I really both agree, and sometimes people get the wrong impression, I find, but um, we both are in agreement that there is and always will be a place for traditional medicine. But if you can reach for something natural first, if you can merge the two, holistic and traditional medicine, then really everybody wins, not only the patients and consumers, but also the providers. Because I'm going to talk in just a minute about how when we merge the two, the relationship with the patient and the provider becomes what it should be. It, it becomes a partnership which that's what really, as a healthcare professional, really, really excites me because that is the way that it should be. Okay, so let's talk about some principles of integrative medicine. So as I just mentioned, this is a really a relationship with the provider or among the provider and the patient. And that is where everything really changes from here because it's more of a partnership. You know, a lot of times patients kind of just do whatever the provider 
tells them that they should because they don't know any different. They don't know to take how to take their health into their own hands. They're trusting what providers are telling them, right? Sometimes we've even been guilty of that, right? I'm sure, I mean, I know I can even relate to that at times um, in my life. So there's a provider-patient relationship. And it also, integrative medicine also investigates what the underlying cause is. As I said, it gets to the root of the problem and does not just put a Band-Aid on it. It combines both traditional and alternative medicine practices. And the goal, this guys, this is key. The goal is to bring the person into wellness and not just manage their sickness. So I want you to just think about that for a minute. I'm going to say it again. The goal of an integrative approach to medicine is to bring the person into wellness and not just manage their sickness. And that's often what we do in traditional medicine is we just manage the sickness. We compartmentalize, you know, things and we don't look at the patient as a whole and we manage the sickness. So I think this is, this is just huge. Um, if we can get providers on board with this integrative approach and Again, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, how that's already happening in some areas, um, and it's just going to grow and grow um, into the areas that we're in. So it's still very science-based. Integrative medicine is still very science-based, and that's important. Um, it's important to a lot of people. I know that it's important to those of us who are healthcare providers because that's how that's what we learned, right? In traditional medicine, we learned about all the science behind everything, and this is why you do this. Um, and that's all great information. But sometimes when people when we start talking about holistic, alternative approaches then sometimes that's kind of seen as like woo-woo stuff, right? I mean, I used to think that. I was totally guilty of thinking that. Before I started using essential oils, I was like, really had not heard a lot about them. And when I first started using them, I thought, gosh, did that really work? I mean, was it just in my head? Maybe it was like placebo effect. I mean, I don't know. Like, what's going on here? Did this actually work for me? And for a while, I did. I thought it was kind of like woo-woo. Um, but the nice thing is first of all, it's not. <laughs> Second of all, all of the things that I'm going to talk about that can be components of integrative medicine are all backed by science. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. And then the last point that I want to make here is that integrative medicine is much less invasive. So anytime we can do something that is less invasive, that works with our body, and that is effective, that's where we want to be. Like that's a win-win for everybody. Okay, so speaking about alternative treatments, so now you might be thinking, okay, great, so integrative medicine merges traditional with these alternative therapies, so what all alternative therapies might I be referring to? So the first thing is diet. I mean, guys, we all know how important diet is, right? It could literally fix and treat so many issues that we face as a society today if we just change the things that we ate. But in integrative medicine, that's really a big focus. So the focus is really on educating people and patients on the importance of filling your body with whole foods, eliminating the toxins, getting rid of the processed foods, 
things that sometimes we hear, but don't really resonate um, <clears throat> with us. And I'm hoping that what will happen here is that when patients really start hearing this um, over and over from their medical healthcare provider, that they'll really want to you know, start taking their health into their own hands and um, making those positive changes. And sometimes, guys, it is really just a lack of knowledge. It honestly is. I cannot tell you um, how many times I've educated patients and been surprised at the fact that they didn't know all these processed foods were terrible for their body. Um, or how about this? How about the fact that we were programmed for so long to think that low fat was good um, and that we should have low fat everything? Well, low fat pretty much just means it's full of other additives like sugar and um, unhealthy um, toxins and chemicals. But people still, I find, are in that mindset of, well, I need to get low fat. So this is just really education um, and bringing people into awareness. I love the quote that every time we eat or drink, we are either feeding disease or fighting it, right? You guys have probably heard that before, that it is so true. It's all about the nutrients that we're putting into our body. It's, are we feel, filling our body with whole foods that are colorful and vibrant, or are we eating from a box and going through a drive through and sometimes that's the easiest way um, to make people see, to make my patients see that at least. If I kind of put it in those terms, that helps them to kind of really get the visual uh, and understand. So being aware of this and modeling the behavior for those around us is key, right? Because any kind of wellness movement starts with you. Starts with me. If I, what if I were trying to educate patients all day long on the fact that they needed to eat whole foods and drink more water, but I was going through a drive-through every day or eating out of a box every day? You know, I mean, that's not modeling good behavior. Not not only for the people, um, you know, for for me talking to patients or whatever, but for my family, right? So this could just start with one simple choice. One simple upgrade, like drinking more water. Maybe if, if you're not there yet, maybe if this is speaking to you and you're thinking, gosh, I need to make some modifications, maybe it's just about drinking more water first. Just take it very simple, start slow, and then those are habits that are going to stick. And then you're, what's going to happen is you are going to model that behavior for others that's then going to kind of ripple out. The second thing that... Uh, an integrative approach would focus on is daily movement. So we know how important it is to move our bodies every day in the form, not necessarily in the form of just a rigid exercise regimen, but just movement. I talk to people all the time that think that if they don't, and I actually, I used to be one of these people. I kind of had this concept in my mind years ago you know, if I'm not working out for 45 minutes to an hour every day, that I'm not doing what I need to do. And some people think that if they can only walk for 10 minutes, that, well, you know, that doesn't do anything. Well, that's better than none, right? So just kind of really making sure, um, especially those of us who are healthcare professionals um, on here, that, that patients really understand that. The next area is supplementation. 
Now, I will have to say that I was really kind of against, not not against, I don't want to, that's too strong of a word. I was um, really naive to the fact that supplementation is so important. Um, Our food is just really void of the micronutrients that our bodies need. The way that our food is processed, um, the soil conditions, it just doesn't have the micronutrients that it did, that it, you know, maybe did way back, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago uh, because of, you know, all the chemicals and, and all of the processing. So our bodies need optimal supplementation to function at a really high level. So that means that you need bioavailable supplements like a really good multivitamin. You need really good probiotics digestive enzymes. Those are just some of the supplements that are really key for our bodies to function at a high level. And doTERRA makes amazing supplements as probably most of you who are on here already know. Um, Their supplements are bioavailable. They're just very high quality and that's what you want. So the third thing, alternative type medicine that will be included in that integrative medicine approach is essential oils. And we're gonna talk specifically in a few minutes about some healthcare clinics that are being developed um, that will be using essential oils. So this is super exciting. Um, But oils date back thousands of years, right? I mean, this is not a new concept. And so that's that's what I kinda like to always relate to people and tell people, you know, this is what our ancestors used for healing before the pharmaceuticals, before the pharmaceutical companies came around and man-made all of these really toxins, right? Um, And not that some of that is not necessary and um, that, you know, we don't need to reach for that sometimes, but we've really gotten away from our roots and from what really works with our bodies. So that's really where essential oils will will come into the picture. The next area is massage. Uh, Integrative medicine incorporates massage when, when appropriate for the patient. Massage has been scientifically shown to reduce stress, to strengthen the immune system. So when you get massage, it helps to drain the lymphatic system. So that helps to rid toxins from the body. That's the cause of much of our chronic diseases um, that we have is from toxic buildup. So massage helps that to rid the body of toxins. And then it also has been shown to enhance mood. So it basically, you release those kind of um, happy, feel-good chemicals. So it enhances mood. Now, the next area is mindfulness and meditation. And there's actually been a lot of... Um, attention, a lot more attention um, around this recently. I feel like when I say recently, I mean, you know, in the last probably year or two, but more and more people I find are becoming aware of the benefits to meditation. And honestly, if you think about it, this one is really hard for me. This one is one that I work on constantly because I'm not good at slowing down. I'm just very much like, let's go to the next thing. Uh, But I know that it's super important. But we really all need to kind of slow down, calm down sometimes, because the world is so extremely fast paced. We can develop stress and anxiety just from what's going on around us. 
So mindfulness and meditation has been shown to lower stress and anxiety. And the other thing that I find really interesting is it has been shown to increase focus and productivity, which is huge. I mean, I don't know about you, but like I want all the focus I can get and all the productivity that I can get. And then lastly, an alternative uh, approach that will be included in integrative medicine is acupuncture. Um, so acupuncture has been shown to reduce pain and inflammation, and it also helps to improve circulation. So these are some of the alternative therapies that if you were going to an integrative uh, medical provider, or maybe if you're in the healthcare field and you were in a practice that um, you know has adopted integrative medicine, these are the type of things that you would be um, seeing uh, recommended to patients that you would be recommending to patients. Um, in addition to traditional therapy when it's necessary. So always alternative and natural first, if that um, is a good option for the patient. And then of course, you know, merging the traditional with it. Okay. And lastly, Carrie, if you'll go to the next slide, I want to talk uh, just for a second uh, about prevention. So this, this slide really reminded me. Um, so she has a pen in her hand, right? For some reason, when I saw this, it just really reminded me of writing a prescription. And so I thought, what if we could write a prescription for prevention? Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, I don't know, those of you who are in the healthcare field, I was like, yeah, if we could write a prescription for prevention and patients would fill it and it worked, then, I mean, gosh, that would be amazing. So investing in our health, and in the health of our families is really where this starts. And this is where you, know, you can start just as an individual. Then, as I said, it just spills out and overflows onto those that are around us, right? Onto those that um, are not only maybe our family, our friends, but also people in the workplace. Um, as healthcare professionals, if, if that's you, I would say you can begin a conversation with not only patients to help educate them on this information, um, but also with your colleagues about how effective an integrative approach really is and can be. So that's where it all starts, is just with those, you know, us taking care of ourselves and then those conversations that we're open and willing to have. And also, as a patient, you can talk to your provider about that. Um, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. But self-care is, you know, we hear a lot about self-care. Self-care is huge. That's where it starts. And I want to I want to share with you guys um, a quote from convention. One of the physicians that was on a panel um, that we were listening to, and I cannot remember her name, but she said, and I loved this, I wrote it down. She said, self-care is health care. And I was like, yes, that is so true. Self-care is health care, right? That's where it's all completely where it all starts. So um, Carrie is going to share with us next a little bit about um, her story and then about some of the exciting stuff that's coming. Thank you, Julie. That was great. You know, I was sitting here thinking that, um, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in the norm and what we're used to and busyness and just in the grind, I would say, and like, you know, just sitting here listening to like mindfulness and massage and acupuncture. And I was thinking, 
I bet some people are like, what, we ain't got time for that. <laughs> you know, it's just funny how you get in that model and then you just, you're just, because they, we're going to talk about this too. They just push you so hard in your job now as a healthcare provider to just more, do more, do more. And then we'll talk about why, but I just, I love the way that you described how the approach should be <laughs> because it sounds so great because it should be that great, right? <laughs> so I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. So my name is Carrie, um, Carrie Cootie. I'm Julie's sister. Um, I'm a Christian, a wife and a mom of two. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Um, I'm a pharmacist. I do currently practice. I've been a pharmacist for 11 years. I graduated um, 11 years ago. I worked in retail for about six months and then um, spent most of my full-time career in long-term care pharmacy. And I'm also a Blue Diamond leader with doTERRA. So I just wanted to just, you know, share a little bit of my thoughts around um, how, how I'm here speaking to all of you, because sometimes it's so surreal, you know, it's, it seems like it was just yesterday that I was still plugging away in the pharmacy, or I was just in pharmacy school, you know, years go by so quick, but I just remember wanting to get into a field that I could really help people. Um, I love to solve problems, and I love to serve people, and um, just really wanted to do that. Uh, so I started working in a pharmacy when I was 16. Felt like I was helpful, you know, in, in the job that I was doing. You know, when I look back, I feel like pharmacy was much different. And I know there's a few pharmacists on that can probably relate to that, especially that many years ago. I'm 35 now, so <laughs> it's a good many years ago. Um, it's definitely changed a lot since then. You know, I saw the prescription rate go up from about two prescriptions to probably 10 plus prescriptions per patient. And to me, you know, when, when I first started practicing, when I graduated pharmacy school, you know, it's exciting and it's new and you're learning all this stuff and it's great. And then, you know, then I just slowly started to realize um, the prescription rate kind of went up and it was just a lot different than when I had been a pharmacy tech and, and was, you know, worked so long ago. So, you know, that really was, I think, the first clue to me that um, I kind of, I, I wish, I almost dreamed of something different. You know, I think sometimes we just can't even kind of think in our mind, what, what would this be like? But I know I would like for things to be different, right? Um, I just knew the model was broken. I mean, pretty much. And I think most of us can say that, but on this call, I, I would say. So that's kind of when my wheels started turning. Well, I really want to take care of myself different, differently. And, I, and, you know, it was after I had my daughter that I really decided you know, what do I want to model for her? Because, you know, they tend to do what we teach them, right? And what we do. I mean, I think a lot of us can say, well, we just do that because our mom did it. So that really weighed heavy on me as I became a mom. And I know many of you, uh, you know, maybe expecting your first child or, or have children. Um, it's just something that, that you think about a little bit more. So I think that's kind of where it all started for me. And it wasn't like Julie said, really, until I started taking care of my own self better that I realized that's, that is where it all starts because you can't really lead and guide somebody else, even your children, in a different direction until you do that. And just, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about this. I just saw modern medicine and um, natural medicine being this great marriage. You know, I don't see it as being one or the other. I just don't see it as being black and white like that. I'm very thankful for modern medicine. And I'm thankful for all the knowledge that I have. Um, I definitely am, am just so grateful for the education that I have, but I, I just know that there is a different way that we can do things preventively. You know, I love that modern medicine is there, but I'm just, I'm so grateful for prevention. So I think that's, that's really the theme I think of tonight is you can do so much 
for prevention to change this whole model. So that's a little bit about me and, and kind of how I got here. And I want to dive into why is a change in healthcare necessary? Because Julie went into kind of what does integrative medicine look like and, and you know, how can we take care of ourselves better, different things like that. Um, but I really want to dive into, you know, what, why is it broken? You know, I just put this graphic up um, because I felt like it was just it's pretty telling, right? I mean, seven out of the top 10 causes of death in 2010 were chronic illnesses. And, you know, if we took better care of ourselves and took health care in our own hands, that, that would be way down from there. You know, it's when we spend 85% of our health care dollars on those chronic illnesses that we realize the system is super broken. I want you to just consider the, the following scenario of what a um, typical doctor's visit would look like and a typical way of caring for yourself would kind of um, look like now, I guess you could say, in, in these times. So a 40-year-old woman has a physical, her yearly physical a few months ago, and she was informed that her high cholesterol, she has high cholesterol and is overweight. Her 15-minute visit went like this. The doctor walked in and he looked at her lab work and vital signs. Then he shined a light in her eyes, her nose and her mouth, and he did a quick stethoscope check to see if her heart and lungs sounded good. Finally, he sat down and wrote out a prescription for a drug to lower her cholesterol. He also advised her to lose some weight, and he asked her to return in six months, smiled, and hurried out of the door. I mean, does that sound familiar? You know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like what we've all probably experienced one time or another. I, I just think we can't put all of this on physicians either. I definitely don't want you to think that that's what we're saying or that's what I'm saying. Um, I do feel like it's, you know, that they, they got very little training in when they went to school. You know, I looked it up and it was actually an average of seven hours that they got trained. Any kind of nutritional studies or um, alternative medicine is very little. So that's why, you know, we can't really blame them. They're just doing what they know. And we'll talk about they're very pushed to see more patients. That's why, you know, really the average time, she got she got almost twice the amount of the average time, the average time um, that a doctor see a patient is seven minutes. And you can't really do much in seven minutes other than those things that I just mentioned. You know, that's why I am so excited what, that doTERRA is really forging the way to change healthcare. And one of the ways that they are doing that is opening up clinics. And these clinics are going to be a huge answer to turning this problem around. You know, I just mentioned providers, they don't get reimbursed anywhere near what they used to from the insurance. So, and that's only getting worse. You know, basically you have to see so many more patients now to make the same amount of money just to get by. Which means that consumers and patients, um, there's just less time. And which means basically less, um, less than optimal care. The new healthcare clinics that doTERRA is opening that Julie will talk more about in, in a few minutes, their average time that they'll see a patient is 30 to 60 minutes, which is like, holy cow, what we've been talking about for 30 or 60 minutes, right? All those things that Julie mentioned about integrative care, you know, and which no, no doctor, I guess, in the, in the modern medicine world would have that much time to take with a patient, I mean, in, in realistic terms. So I, I'm just excited about this because... You know, if you want to see change, you have to forge the way in that. And, and they're really doing it the right way. And I'm super excited to be a part of it. Also, I just kind of wanted to, to kind of reiterate about just the fix-it model. And that's kind of really what I felt very heavily as a pharmacist, that I was just handing out Band-Aids all the time. Like, just, here you go, you know. And, and, and really, you know, when you work in a pharmacy, nobody's really excited to be there. 
because they really don't want to be taking that anyway, but they don't feel like they have any choice. And, and it's just, you know, it's just the hamster wheel that's, that's, um, that's going, that's, you know, it's going to be hard to stop, but these things that we're talking about are how you slowly start to change, change the tide. You know, if you think about it, in speaking about chronic illnesses, um, the majority of costs go toward life-threatening crisis. And it's like we devote all our money to fixing the train crash, but little into the train upkeep. So really, if you were to ensure that the train, which would be you, <laughs> would run well, then it would save ourselves so much time and money and heartache in the end, but that's less chronic disease. You know, in general, modern medicine was really transformed when they introduced antibiotics and really that was the cure-all pill. And I think we're so just into that model that now we want the, the quick fix, right? We want that pill that we're going to take or, or that thing we're going to do and it's going to be instant and it, this is going to be fixed. So I think really, honestly, it's just opening our minds up to, hey, there might be a different way. We may need to change things and let's look at things a little bit differently. In talking about that, you know, why is America so sick? You know, as a society, we're less active. We're less productive. You know, the motto seems to be if it's wait, we'll just, we'll just wait till it's broke and then we'll fix it because it's, it's just easier that way, right? We don't have to worry about things. We don't have to take care of ourselves. We're just going to take the quick fix and we're just going to keep on going about our day. The, the real truth, you know, when I started thinking about this really in depth, I would say we're really addicted to busyness, the quick fix. And we're also addicted to sugar, which that's a whole another another conversation. But those things are a huge detriment to our health. The fact that we are constantly just engaged and busy and, and always going. All those things about that Julie mentioned about integrative health, that's really how you take charge of your own health and, and start to turn the dial the other way, which is just I can't even tell you how much of a difference you'll feel if you even think about slowing down and being mindful. It's amazing. But in thinking about that, we want quick, we want easy, we want convenient. And um, a lot of this, I feel, happened, you know, when mothers started going back to work and we needed something convenient and quick. And that's kind of when all, the, all those foods started coming out, the processed foods. And you can just see a decline in health since then, in my opinion. And so, you know, it's, it's not, that, that's what I want you guys to kind of see tonight. It really is an integrative approach. It can't be just one thing. It has to look at the entire picture. And, and two, I feel like we put our health in other people's hands a, a lot. You know, some people, that's all they know. Um, they don't, they won't really take anybody else where they want to hear the doctor say it, or they want the doctor to recommend it, which is not a bad thing. I mean, I, I, I value doctors' opinions. And of course, and all of that, I just think that we know our bodies the best. A lot of times we know our kids' bodies the best, you know, and we really have to listen to that. It's not until we start listening to our own bodies that things really start to change because if we just are in go mode and we're just in survival mode honestly we're not we're not listening to those cues when maybe we just feel you know we don't feel our best and we just keep on not feeling our best and then these chronic diseases start showing up I mean that's honestly where where we really go wrong and and it starts with just like I said where a lot of us in, are in survival mode and society has made it super easy to follow that, and then it's really called the norm now, I would say. So Julie's going to talk a little bit about what the future looks like with these new clinics. So I just want to just piggyback on something that Carrie said. 
if you had a healthcare provider spend 30 to 60 minutes with you, like how would that make you feel? Right. I mean, because I'm, I mean, I am a provider that goes in and sees patients and, you know, I like to think that I take as much time as I can to educate them and, um, to, I'll often ask them or give them options. Um, typically, if we're talking like the example of cholesterol, I'll talk about the fact that, you know, if we make these lifestyle changes and I'll kind of go over all that diet, exercise, that kind of stuff, um, then we can avoid this medication. But what's so sad is I find a good majority of people after I go through what seems like five or more minutes of this talk on lifestyle changes will just look me in the eye and say, eh, just give me a pill. And that just, I remember the first time that that happened to me, it just like almost broke my heart because I thought, oh, all this like amazing information I just gave you and you just want another pill? No, you know? Um, so it, it's hard to, I would say, um, on, on healthcare professionals, you know, that are trying to educate. But, you know, I had to then look and tell myself, you know what? Okay, this person might not be ready uh, to accept that information, but I, that doesn't mean I can give up. I have to continue with the next one and the next one and the next one. So, um, but if you had a provider that spent 30 to 60 minutes with you just talking about you and what issues you had and getting at the root of the problem and partnering with you, I mean, y'all, that just sounds amazing to me. I mean, I just like, yes. Uh, so these Prime Meridian Health Clinics, this is what they're going to be called. These are clinics that uh, doTERRA is putting all over the country and they'll eventually be in other parts um, of the world as well. Uh, but they're called Prime Meridian. Um, and they are, I just want to kind of give you a brief kind of rundown of what they're going to look like. And I'll tell you where the first ones are coming to. So these are going to have, it's going to be more of kind of an urgent care. They'll have urgent care um, there. They'll have in-house imaging. But not only there on site, they also have telemedicine options, which I think is really great. I mean, some er some in some areas, um, to, you know, telemedicine is already up and going. But think about this as as a scenario: you have the flu. Let's say you want something, you know, to help you. You go in, you decide you're going to go into an urgent care center. Well, number one, you probably really just don't feel like it, right? If you have the flu. Number two, the providers there and certainly the other patients don't really want you to come down there because then you're exposing everyone, right? So if they could see you over telemedicine, talk to you about your symptoms, see what you look like, um, you know, then they could pretty easily with the flu say, okay, well, it looks like you have the flu. Here's what we're going to do. You know, and, and so things like that, I think um, telemedicine is, is huge when used, um, you know, in the right way. I think that that uh, will be great. But one thing that I love about this, these Primeridian clinics and this model is that one of their biggest goals is to lower healthcare costs. And that's why the healthcare system, or that's one of the reasons the healthcare system is so broken. Um, this is going to be a direct pay model. It's going to have nothing to do with insurance. And really, that's the whole problem now with, you know, reimbursement. Um, and that's why providers are having to see 
you know, twice as many patients to even make the same amount that they used to, you know, years ago when they got better reimbursement. Um, so that's why it's the, you know, fast paced, busy, the patient doesn't seem to get any attention, which sometimes isn't really even, you know, completely a fault of the provider because they're pushed to see all these patients or they can't really make a living. You know, a lot of doctors are shutting down their practices and going in, um, being bought out by hospitals um, for that very reason. They just can't sustain uh, any longer. So this is a direct pay model, no insurance. Um, and from what I've heard, the costs are going to be really affordable. Um, there's actually one of the, the first locations is in Nashville. And um, I heard just a brief part of a talk on that uh, just the other night. And I don't want to quote because I can't remember the exact numbers, but I remember they were talking about, um, you know, the, the, like, let's say the, you have a family and the first person like the adult was X amount of dollars. And then, you know, it, they added like spouse and then children, you know, like most healthcare plans. But once I think it was, you know, three kids, then you don't pay anymore after that. And the kids were like, um, I want to say like $18 a month. Like it was, I can't remember how much the adults were. So I don't want to misspeak and, and tell you that, but I mean, it was very affordable, um, for, especially for what you get from it. I thought. And so one of the biggest goals here is to improve patient outcomes by focusing on the body as a whole, just like we've been talking about, focusing on the whole body and getting at the root of the problem. So this is a real patient centric model. So it really is focused on the patient. The other thing that I love about it is they're going to be doing ongoing research. So this is so important to me because they're gathering data that then they can use to correct, to tweak, to make modifications as they go. So it's going to be an ongoing process, which I love. Um, so, you know, it's kind of the opposite of, um, you know, wait till something is broken and then fix it. No, like we need to start making these modifications as we go. Um, you know, so I love that. Now there's three opening this year or that will be open by December, January, let's say. Um, and that is Tennessee, Arizona, and Utah. And there are location, you know, there are many other planned locations next year in 2019 and Atlanta is actually one of them. So um, I know a lot of us are, um, you know, from the middle Georgia area that are on. So um, that would be the closest one to us. So super, super exciting. But now you might be sitting here thinking, well, like, what if I don't live in one of those areas? Well, hopefully, you know, that's that's why we're so passionate about this, because we want this to come to our area sooner. Like we want to get the message out there, to get the word out there and to get people on board with this wellness movement. Um, but if you don't live near one of those areas, then I would encourage you to seek out providers that are open to integrative medicine or that are open to alternative therapies. You know, if you're, if that's, if that's how you want to take care of yourself, you know, your body and your family, but you're going to a provider who is completely against it, then that's not the provider you need to be going to. I mean, that, that's just my opinion on that. Um, and there are many providers that maybe even if they're not, um, you know, recommending things, they're open to it, right? And so that's where you as a patient 
can help to educate providers is by bringing these things to their attention and saying, you know, do your own research, you know, um, have your information with you when you go and say, I want to try this. Um, can you refer me for this? You know, whatever the case may be, but seek out those providers. Um, and Carrie's going to talk a little bit more about other things that you can do right now and how you can really join this movement. This does sound awesome. Like if that's the first time you've heard about the clinics, I just, I'm so excited about them. So how do you join in this movement? I must tell you that it starts with you. You have to take care of yourself and your family in a different way. You know, it has to start with that. And, and two, I mentioned this earlier, but just raising up the next generation is so critical because they're the ones, you know, that, that are going to really, um, be used to whatever we're doing, right? We have to raise them up in a different way and we have to model this for them. And, um, and they're, they're the generation that's going to be taking care of us. <laughs> so uh, we want to invest wisely in them for sure. I feel that it's very important to just start by sharing alternative, alternative options like essential oils with other people, um, including your healthcare provider. When you say you're using essential oils and you actually, you know, have a little bit of, well, I've been using it this way and I've seen this, and, and you talk to them about it a little bit, they're much more open than if you were to just say, do you know anything about these or I was using this, just make sure you tell them how you're using it and, and what benefits you've seen. And, and that's really going to start opening them up to, wow, well maybe these actually do work and, and these alternative therapies may be a great thing to try. You just never know what you're going to say that might open somebody's mind, including your healthcare providers. Don't be scared of that. And like Julie said, if they're not open, then you might want to think about going to someone else. Just, just a, a suggestion. <laughs> So if you are a healthcare provider, introduce options to your colleagues and educate your patients. And like Julie said, it's not always going to be, you know, accepted <laughs> and it's not always going to be um, implemented. Really, sometimes people need to hear these things over and over and over again before they're really going to be ready. I am definitely have seen that over the past, you know, five and a half, six years and, and just truly believe that eventually people will catch on, right? It might take a while, but it's going to take us. Um, knowing more about it, taking care of ourselves better, and really letting that show, right? There's nothing better that, that can be a testimony than when you're in great health and your family is and, and you're happy and healthy. I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation around this very important topic. If you are a healthcare provider or know someone that is that would love this information, we actually have a second call that we're not going to upload to the podcast, but we'd be happy to share with any healthcare provider that is looking to really take this movement, apply it to their own lives, and then take it out to other people. So please reach out to us via email at info at anaturalshift.com, and we'd be happy to send that to you. Thanks for listening to today's Take the Upgrade podcast. To make sure you don't miss any of our episodes, click subscribe now. And if you love today's episode, we would be so grateful if you would share it and leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about what it means to take the upgrade, including daily tips and inspiration, follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a free ebook waiting for you on the top three habits to upgrade your health. You can download that by visiting our website, anaturalshift.com and opting into our email. Links are in the show notes. And as always, it's those daily choices that lead to real progress and lasting change. Until next time.